0: adversity and creating uh, a legacy really uh, and a message that is truly very powerful and I'm not going to share it because it's his message but I will tell you part of it is right here um this is the entrepreneurial journey which he's going to talk to you about but the reason why I wanted Leroy to come and chat with us right now is because this week he's actually going to be doing um Uh, An incredible event on Thursday night, which because of the the state of the world we are in right now has gone from being an in-person event to online, so it's available to all of you. You will find the link in the comments to the show. But welcome, Leroy. Thank you for coming back and tell us, like, how are you handling what's going on in the world today? And, you know, how does all of this relate to the work that you do?
1: Yes, um, thank you for having me uh, on your show once again. So uh, it was amazing last time. I knew it was going to be amazing this time. Um, so, right now, we are in some, some really troublesome, troublesome, troublesome times right now. But the, there's, a, there's a lot that's good that's about what's going on right now. Because at this time, it's giving, giving people another avenue of their life to think deeper, to um, cre- be more creative. to um, to, to find out who they actually, who they are. So that's one thing about what's going on right now. Um, And that's kind of what the arrow is. The arrow, what it does, it represents purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called the purpose arrow and it represents purpose. So uh, in life, you have goals, you have dreams, you you have things that you want to accomplish, but then you run into adversity. You run into oppositions, you run into different things that's gonna make you wanna stop, gonna make you wanna quit. Um, but as long as you keep focused and you know where you're going, you see where you're going, um, you can always go. Or we make it there, and it's never going to be a straight arrow. So that's kind of what the arrow represents, and it's kind of what we're kind of going through right now. We're going through a little turmoil right now and a and little oppositions and obstacles, um, but we got to keep going.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I loved about our connection, Leroy, is that this is my life, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? Yes. And... Um, yeah. And so, for the people who are watching the show and who who know me, uh, you know that it, it definitely hasn't been a straight line from A to B. And you know what in life really is when you think about it. Um, when we have a dream, when we are working in our purpose, uh, it, it is it is a constant, um, you know, challenge of detours and challenges and tests. You know that we're we're coming back to center from continuously. I think that um, one of the greatest um, things that I heard was Brian Tracy's flight plan when he talks about like a plane is off course, like over 90% of the time. And it's the fine tuning that we do that brings us back on course. So it's a very interesting analogy because I feel like that is life. That is life, right? Mm-hmm. We're never going to be on that straight and mm-hmm. narrow, but it's the detours that make it interesting. It's the detours that give us more purpose, that deepen our capacity, that widen our our worldview. And yes. so, talk to us a little bit about your story for our viewers who don't know it or haven't read your book. You don't have yes. to the away because I will put yep. the link to purchase it. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So basically, what it what is, what is about? It's about perseverance. That's what is, it comes down to perseverance. Um, it's about a boy had a dream to accomplish something that he had his back against the wall. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it was like he had to overcome the impossible to create this dream to come alive, the, this thing to happen. Um, that's basically what the story is about. And it starts off, the story, title of the book is The Running Back from the Wheelchair to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, it starts off with me in a wheelchair. And my dream and journey is to get to the NFL. So a story tells about how you um, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have um, things that's going to um, be against you. That's going to seem like it's impossible, but you keep keep go- going like I did um, in my in my journey. And that's basically the title of the run. The running back. The title is actually uh, it means running back to your dream. Mm. It's not just a football book. It's about you uh, set your goal, you run into some adversities, you wanna quit, don't quit, run back to the point where you had your dream, where you were the strongest at that point, where the vision was the most clear at that point, and where you had the most motivation, run back to that point and start again instead of starting over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of represents what the arrow is, the purpose arrow, because uh, it's never gonna be fine, it's never gonna be straight, but it's always gonna be perfect as long as you keep going.
0: Yeah. Something you said to me uh, that really struck a chord, really resonated deeply was about how, you know, we all have dreams, right? And for many of us, we've had them since we were small. And they often get buried, like they get buried underneath fear. They get buried underneath the messages that we get from people outside of us telling us it's not possible or, you know, um, or, or just like the unknowing of you know what would this look like, but they also get buried because we are or we are basically told what the expected trajectory of our life looks like in this right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk about that a little bit. Like talk about that that dream being born at such an early age and what you ran back to.
1: Yeah. So. Every kid, every person had a dream to become something in life. To When they grow up, I wanted to be this. So I wanted to be that. And it was something that was actually given to them because sometimes, like I said, it's their purpose sometimes to be that. And on that journey, like you said, fear gets shrunk in because you see it's too big. Like, how can I do that? Or somebody tell you that they tell you enough that you're not good enough or you can't do that. And so what happens, we start to settle. We start to settle in whatever lifestyle is then year after year year after year um you're stuck in that same situation that you absolutely hate mm-hmm. and um but you're just too afraid to leave that comfort zone yeah and so you continue driving in that fear you drive you actually drive in fear you drive in loneliness you drive in unhappiness in that sense not not driving to something as, as great but you you sit into that, you I want to say driving, but you sit into that uh, whatever whatever loneliness, happiness, I mean, loneliness, depression. you sit there in it year after year after year because you're comfortable in it, but you hate it. Mm-hmm. And saying so um, basically what the arrow running back is, is overcoming the fear, overcoming the fear and going back to your dream and finding it and finding how to accomplish it how to get how to get it back how to get your power back how to overcome the obstacles uh when i was uh when i had my dream to to, to go to the nfl i was in a wheelchair uh, i was told i'd never walk again i was told i can't play football i i got took taken off the football team um i i uh you know what i mean i had i i had a learning disability that was i had had trouble um learning stuff. I was embarrassed about not being as smart as other kids. I was, it was a lot of things that I had up against me. Um, but I, I had a focus. My focus was still on my, on the NFL, still to make it there. And it was just something that was burning inside of me. It was nothing that I said, I'm gonna prove you wrong. It was something that was actually inbred in me. I had to get there to go to my next chapter in my life. Yes. And some of us are stuck at one chapter in my life. It's because we haven't made it to a certain dream in our life because sometimes dreams lead you to another dream, to another dream, to another dream. So um, I had to make it there to make it to another level in my life, you know what I mean? We all have chapters in our life and that was a chapter I had to make it to to get to the next chapter. And some of us are still stuck on page one in our first chapter and until we reach that dream, we can't go on to do what we was called to do
0: yes I love it you know it's so for me when you when you mentioned that about you know having the dream since we were small I thought to myself like when I was when I was really when I was really little I had this desire and this dream to really serve people and to be love right to show up as love in other people's lives so Mm -hmm. I, I have memories of um you know (laughs) <laughs> stealing money from my grandmother to go like <laughs> across the street um, uh-huh. and you know and constantly you know worrying about them and taking care of them and even when my mom who was 16 when she uh was pregnant for me and uh and didn't have a lot of money when she would buy me christmas presents i would take and like redistribute them around the neighborhood imagine how happy she was about that
1: um,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> but, but my point is As time went on, I remember in first or second grade telling someone I wanted to be a philanthropist. And I think my mom actually might have thought I said philanderer because she was like, that is not a good idea.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, teachers looked at me and they were like, you know, you need to have a lot of resources to do that. And and so so slowly that dream was kind of you know taken away and buried inside. But as time went on, Leroy, I talk about my son a lot as being. Um, this moment where I feel like I was actually born again, right? So, at almost 40 years old, you know, here I am feeling like a brand new being on this planet but the time that I truly came alive was a few years after that. I was living in Seneca Falls and we had a tragedy strike just down the road from me where uh, we lost a three-year-old boy to the hands of his his parents and Mm. It was such a devastating moment, and I couldn't stop thinking again about the kids across the street, because the complex that this little boy lived in is full of kids, right? Mm-hmm. And we live this sort of semi-perfect life, you know, the semi-charmed life, right? Across the road, uh, and nobody's really interacting. And so from then on, I kept trying to, you know, build relationships over there and connect. and it became about the kids across the street and this moment happened when you said that about the dream that is within you because there's something deep there about mm-hmm. the kids across the street and and taking care of our people and knowing mm-hmm. that you know we 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 need to take care of our communities we need to take care of Other human beings, right? We're responsible for one another, and not in the way that you know a lot of people think. Like, oh, we've got to turn into this socialist society to to give everything away. No, but we need to be deeply concerned about the reality Mm -hmm. of the people around us. And so, what I love, Leroy, is the ability to explore that further on Thursday night because it sounds like your event is going to be that perfect opportunity. Can you talk a little bit more about what you're going to be doing on Thursday?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um so like you were saying everybody has a purpose in life everybody has a dream in life we all we all gonna share that that experience in our life to have a dream and have a purpose um, a lot of us won't reach the dream won't reach a purpose because of the fact that we don't know how some of us don't know how to reach it some of us don't even know how to find our dream so what the dream project is actually is actually an opportunity for a person to actually unlock the powers inside of them and dig, get the shovel out mm. and bury out that dream that's locked down inside that you have. It becomes like you know, you watch what people always say, I don't I don't have a dream, I don't dream about anything. Um, it's time to get out the shovel because you do have a dream, you just gotta go dig for it. And you right. gotta know where to look for it. You gotta know where to look for it. And and it's all about um it's all about using creativity and thought. You have to start. Think and using our head. A lot of us don't even don't 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 care to think about a dream because of the fact that is it's too is too far away, or it's buried too far too far down, or mm-hmm. or if, if you you don't want to unlock it, unburied because it's scary. I mean, it's a mountain. One experience for me, I wanted to write a book. Um, I was in ninth grade. I was in ninth grade and. Um, so my elementary school and middle school, I was always in uh, special ed classes, okay. special ed classes. I had the worst time with stand up in class reading a, reading anything or, or a, having a conversation about stuff that was too, too much for me. And I heard my two friends that's not in my class, that was in, in general public uh, classes, they were having a conversation about classwork. And I was listening to a conversation. It was definitely not a conversation. I was about to join in. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, why don't I, don't know, why don't I know what they know? What's going on here? So I started asking the questions. Like, why don't I know what they know? What's going on here? Why why, why is um, things that kids that are in the same grade as me, the same age as me, is talking about things that I have no clue? Right. And I started asking the questions. Then I found out in ninth grade that I was in special ed classes and that I was not learning at the level of other kids. So... I had to step outside and do more with my uh, with myself to I mean to actually to, to learn more. So I had to do extra extra credits, do tutoring. I had to take correspondent courses. I just had to do more, but I always still had that fear of 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 not not being smart enough. So I started to write a book you know, started writing, then I stopped writing, Start writing, stop writing. It was always something I felt that was just too big for me because I didn't think I had a learning capacity. Even though I graduated high school, graduated college, I got a master's degree, even though I did all that, it was still, once I get to this level, now I gotta, I, I hate reading the book. Now I have to write one. Mm-hmm. So I had to, um I had to change my language for one, but then I had to overcome that fear of, you know what? You're smart enough to do this. You actually can do this. And you need to do this because your spirit, your soul is telling you that you're supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. So, and I listened and I just had to take certain steps. So what I did, what we're going to teach at the dream project, I had to change my language. You know what I mean? This right here is not giving the dream project away. But one thing I had to do is, um, instead of me telling myself that I'm going to write a book. Because yes. whenever I did that, whenever I said I was going to write a book, it became too big for me. Yeah. It became huge, so instead of me, I changed my language and changed my approach. And I said, I'm going to dedicate every day to writing in this writing something about this book every day. So I open the book one day, I write a page, okay. or I write the, or I write, uh, uh, you know what I mean, just I write something in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to dedicate anything to it, but writing something in it. And some days I write two pages. Some days I write three pages, some days I write five pages, some days I write 10 pages. I got the book done. And it was, it was uh, the way I've done that, I was able to break it down into manageable sizes that I was able to control, that I took control of this thing. I didn't let it take control of me. Like saying, I gotta sit and write a book. No, I'm gonna write something in this book every single day. And it's the same thing with weight, weight loss and fitness. I'm, I'm a, I own a gym, I'm a fitness trainer as well. And I always tell a person that I'm training, Okay, you want to lose 50 pounds. So instead of saying you're to lose 50 pounds, <clears throat> I want you to promise me and you dedicate. You're gonna dedicate. You're gonna for the next 90 days, you're gonna dedicate fitness to your life every single day. I don't care if it's reading a book, I don't care if it's watching a health video, I don't care if it's eating healthy, if it's working out, whatever it is, every single day you're gonna dedicate something towards your your fitness. Now you got you got control over it. Now it's manageable and you can do it. And you might lose that fifty pounds now and with confidence because now it's like I gotta do something, I gotta work out every day, or you no, know, you, you're gonna dedicate fitness to your life and you'll get there. Just have that vision, though. Know, have that vision of where you wanna go, but dedicate that. And it and this work it just works with people. You know what I mean? I just and it worked with me, so I, I use the same math with other people and, and it just seems to change some lives. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. There's a couple things I want to touch back on. So mm-hmm. one thing I think is absolutely spectacular is that same discipline that it took for you to recognize, okay, I, you know, I'm in, I'm in special ed classes and I want to know what they know and I'm going to work harder and I'm going to do more and I'm going to commit myself to this. That same discipline it took there was exactly what sets you up for success for something like the discipline yeah. physically that it took going into your role in the NFL, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because if we start to look back in our lives, we can see where the seeds not only were planted, but where they started to kind of manifest, in other
1: yeah. ways, Right? hmm
0: And the other thing is, you know, you touched on some of the things that you need in order to bring a dream to life. And the one thing I'll add to that is you need a guide. Yeah. You, when you are... On that excavation, right that deep archaeological dig, you've got your shovel out and you're going in there, um, it is really helpful to have a guide and especially one like you with a powerful framework to help people not only unearth what's in there, but maybe if they've already unearthed it, to start putting that dream into some kind of framework or process to yep. bring, begin to bring that vision to life. Exactly. And so that's what I'm excited about for Thursday because it doesn't matter where you are on the spectrum. Maybe you don't know what your dream is. Maybe you have started to get signs and signals. Maybe you look back on the threads of your life and you see something. Maybe you have something already in place but you just want to take it to that next level.
1: Exactly. That's
0: definitely the appropriate place to
1: be. Right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So the the always always say um the thing that you're looking at If you look at something differently, the things you look at start to change. You know what I'm saying? If you change the way you look at something, it starts to change. So everything in life, if you change the way you look at it, if it looks too big and then you start looking at it too small, it starts to change. I mean, you look at it too big, it's going to become big. So now you change the way you look at it, it's going to become small. And so if if everybody see themselves successful and always see themselves successful, they can be successful or see themselves, you know, or, or or you know just prospering or whatever whatever the case is but you got to you got to actually see that and you got to you got to work towards it you got to do the work towards it and that's what dream project going to bring you going to bring you that going going to show you what you have and also going to show you how to work towards it the work and the the dots are all needed in this in this in this process and that's what a dream project is basically going to do for uh, anybody that that, that attend this thing, we're gonna walk away with something, you're gonna build something, but not just for you, for everybody else. The world needs whatever you got to build.
0: I love it. All right, so thank you, Leroy. And for everyone who's watching, I will put a link with an invitation to Thursday night's event. It's Such an incredible um, opportunity to have taken this in-person event online because now it can reach so many more people so for everyone who wants to join us 5 30 to 7 30 online it'll be on zoom link is in the podcast comments and also if you're interested in learning more about leroy's story i was so inspired by it then you'll also see the link to go buy his book and you know get to know him a little bit better I can tell yep. you he's also really accessible um, online through social media so once you read that reach out to him and let him know what it meant to you and how it helped you and for anyone out there who is listening who has impact on children's lives you're involved in schools um, or just one-on-one with it with a child um, what a great um, opportunity to be able to bring Leroy into the school or you know into a space where he can reach other young people because here's the thing like how many of us can look back on our own childhood and identify with the things that he talked about about having adversity about having struggles like an outsider and to have that kind of story to connect you and to be able to start to think about these things when you are younger what an impact you can make. So thank you, Leon. I appreciate the work you do in the world. I thank love your passion and purpose.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I thank you very much. I appreciate it and I will see you soon.